This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey there. Before you start listening, please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. This episode contains language and content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. Before a song is released, a record is produced, or a chorus is written, the musicians that write them think a lot. They live a lot, and they feel a lot. Before the chorus dives into the stories and experiences that shape these artists, and ultimately, the music we hear. I'm your host, Sophia Lepercaro, and this is the February Recap. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is another Just the Two of Us episode. I almost sang that and then immediately realized that I don't want to have copyright issues. So we're we're just going to say it. Um, I'm really happy to be doing these again. Eventually, I will move these over from Mondays to Wednesdays, these monthly recap episodes. Um, but things have been a little quieter in February, although they are about to get absolutely crazy in March. I have two interviews next week and I am like now booked up for weeks and weeks ahead with guests, which is a very good problem to have. It's going to be bonkers, but I can't complain because the last couple of months have been a little too quiet and I'm excited to just do more of this stuff. Um, I also released the first... Actually, no, okay. So technically, this is the second non-like... Or sort of non-artist guest that I've had on the podcast. But it's the first time that I'm calling it a bonus guest episode. Uh, Last week, I had Name Three Songs, who are fellow podcasters. It's uh, Sarah Fagan and Jenna Million, Million here on the podcast Name Three Songs is a fantastic podcast. They really focus on empowering fangirls and sort of reclaiming that word, educating people um, to build on their media literacy and really go through like current pop culture news through a very educated feminist lens. And it is absolutely awesome. So it was so much fun to have them on. I also went on their podcast, so you can definitely go and check that out. Um, But yeah, all in all, what to say about February? February for me on a personal and professional level has been a very interesting month, um, but very fruitful. And I think there was a lot of good this month. I think I'm still coming out of it feeling profoundly grateful and excited about the sort of seeds that have been planted in February and seeing how they're going to play out in the rest of the year and hopefully some new good things will come of them. Um, I don't know. I'm just feeling extra grateful for my friends, extra grateful for the music communities that I get to be part of and the experiences that I get to have doing this job. It's been really good. Um, As far as future plans, um, I am going to South by Southwest next month. And I'm not going to say too much about that because I'd rather kind of 
update you on everything that has happened and share all of my highlights from South by Southwest with you during the March recap. I just think it'll be better because like predictions are fun, but I'd rather come back to you with some stories under my belt to, to share. I think that'll be more interesting for you. I was debating looking at Coachella as well because I live in California and I feel like at some point I got to just rip the bandaid off. Actually, no, that makes it sound like it's such a negative thing. I think it's just I feel like I should just kind of tick the box and like go. But holy shit, tickets are expensive. Um, So maybe not this year, but eventually I will go. I will say the main reason I wanted to go to Coachella this year is because one of my favorite bands called Young Fathers um, are going to be playing. And they're not playing any Los Angeles shows, which I'm bummed about. Um, They are one of the best acts that I have ever seen live. I think the last time I saw them was probably about 2018 at a festival in London. They're from, I believe, Edinburgh. So they don't come over to the States super often. So, yeah, I just really want to go. But they are playing a show in San Francisco. So I think I'm going to road trip up. I think I'm just going to say fuck it and do it. I really want to do some more traveling around the West Coast and California this year and kind of save my money to do stuff like that, save it more for experiences. And so I think I don't really get to do or I don't often make trips out of concerts, but I think this is one that's worth saving my pennies for. And the idea really excites me, like going up to the north of the state to see one of my favorite bands who I know are just going to absolutely kill it. You know, maybe go walk around San Fran, get some good Italian pastries because they've got like a like an, a little Italy sort of neighborhood in San Fran. I don't know. I think it would be really fun. So here's to investing in more experiences this year. Um, yeah. As far as what I've been listening to this month. Where to begin? Okay, so this past week, I went to my friend Fede's incredible night, Open Folk, which it happens every single Tuesday at Hotel Cafe in Hollywood. If you are in the area, you should really, really go. Um, and I try and go at least once a month just to kind of obviously support my friend and see what kind of incredible up-and-coming folk acts are starting to pop up here in Los Angeles. And I just have to I just have to share my highlight with you. There was an artist on the bill called Carly Bannister. And she blew me away. I think the best way to describe Carly's sound is like an even more earnest Phoebe Bridgers. Like Phoebe at her best can really hit on very specific experiences. But Carly manages to do that without adding the kind of, I don't know, like, very ultra specific imagery of like, I don't know, like a turnpike or a rosebed or or whatever. Like she's able to just kind of like hit straight on the emotion and just like she she put words to things that I have experienced that I have not been able to put words to. And I was just so blown away. Um I love when that happens. I love when I find an artist that sort of like just completely catches me off guard because this is one of the things that makes my job really fun and really special is just how energized and inspired and excited I feel when I find an artist that I really buy into and believe in. So Carly Bannister, go check her out. Listen to her latest song, Twist Your Arm. It 
punched me in the chest and it's so good. So that is my rec for you right now. Up next, the latest single from Adrian Lenker, Fool. It's Adrian at her best. It's twangy. It's a little weird and quirky, but incredibly profound, which, again, is what we want from Adrian Lenker. I also have several friends that have been taking her School of Song course and have spoken so highly of it. Um, I wish I would have done it myself, but because, I mean, Adrian is such a brilliant songwriter and someone that I'm super inspired by, but I didn't do it. Up next is a song from MGMT's latest record, Loss of Life. I haven't listened to the full record yet, but I have every intention to. But I want to highlight the one feature track on this record, and that is Dancing in Babylon featuring Christine and the Queens. I never thought that I would hear MGMT and Christine and the Queens on the same track, but holy shit, it works. It's so damn good, and I am so excited to see the two of them working together. And yeah, you should really go check it out. And last but not least, I want to shout out, this literally dropped today, the day that I am recording this, which is Thursday, February 29th, to let you in on a little secret. Um, It is not actually the first Monday of March that I am recording. Ha ha. But today, February 29th, Half Moon Run dropped a live recording of one of the songs that they didn't end up including on their record Salt from last year, the one that I interviewed them about on this podcast. The song is called Can't Stop Loving You. It's got a very like Laurel Canyon, Crosby, Stills, and Nash vibe, which is totally in their wheelhouse, but still quite different from a lot of the stuff that they normally do. But they wear it so damn well. So I definitely recommend going to check that out. That's kind of it for my recs, but as I always do, I asked some of you guys over on Instagram what some of your music recs are, what you've been listening to this month, and this is what I got back. First of all, my friend Matt from the wonderful podcast Pick a Disc has been listening to The Last Dinner Party's new record along with the new album from Lime Garden. I admittedly have not listened to The Last Dinner Party yet. Um, but every time I hear the little, you know, clips from that are trending on Instagram, because that that is a thing that is happening. I always love the sort of like melodrama of it all. Like Baroque pop is one of my favorite genres, like people like Perfume Genius kind of fit in this. And while I wouldn't say it's the same thing, that sort of like over the top campy sound is something that I really, really enjoy. So great choice from Matt. And Lime Garden is wonderful, gritty, I'm assuming UK indie, which I have a soft spot for because in my time in the UK, those were my friends. That was the, the gigs that I was going to. So I fully respect it. Next, I got a rec from Kevin at go the casey i really hope i said your instagram handle right but he told me to check out katie kirby's record blue raspberry i actually put that on my albums uh to look forward to in 2024 list i haven't listened to it yet in my defense in the last week or so things have gotten bonkers with the podcast so i have been like neck deep in podcast prep and very focused on the records of the artists that i've been interviewing but I said I was looking forward to that album, and I still am, so I'm going to go and check that out. Katie is awesome. Last but not least, the uh, sappy shit 
corner or a sappy shit ending, if you will, of the podcast. I always love to go through my favorite music memories of the past month or like something music related that I really, really cherished in in the month that has passed. So I think for me, again, actually, first of all, I'm going to highlight sort of two things. Number one, I talked about this in a previous episode, but I got to see Jamila Woods and Madison McFerrin play a show at the Fonda here in Los Angeles uh, a little bit earlier in the month. And it was just like, like a sage cleanse salve of just soothing, healing energy. I know that sounds very like I don't know, spiritual and stuff, but it really felt like a spiritual experience. I think that Jamila's last record, Water Made Us, is one of the most emotionally intelligent albums that I have ever heard in my life. And she translates it so well on stage. So you just kind of feel like you get to heal from whatever lessons she is narrating on this record. And I mean, the the arrangements of everything are so like delicious and soothing as well. So it just adds to it. Madison McFerrin was her opening act and I was so blown away by her as well. So I got to also discover a new artist through the show. And lastly, Jamila covered little bits of Hide and Seek by Imogen Heap. And I don't know if this is the actual name of the song or the, the one that's like, that's what you get when you let your heart win by Paramore. She kind of wove those in with her own song. So everyone was losing their shit, myself included. And it was absolutely awesome. As far as a music memory, that's a little bit more abstract. February for me was a month where I, as a performer and a songwriter myself, started to kind of step into my own confidence in a way that I don't think I ever have. Like, I performed at New School Jams this month, and I sang You Make Loving Fun, and I just had a really wonderful time on stage. I went to karaoke last night, and I found myself, like, not frozen in place and, like, goofing around and engaging with people. And, like, not doubting myself. And I know that sounds like such a silly thing, like, using karaoke as an example. But usually when I get on a stage, I'm, like, overthinking, like, what do I do? How do I move? I don't want to look like a weirdo. And I didn't care that much for once. And that felt really, really good. I felt very liberated by that experience. Also, this month, I started taking guitar lessons. And I did my first ever writing session in 10 years. So... I'm just allowing myself to enjoy performing and making music and really just allowing myself to like step into my own in a way that I don't think I ever have. And it just feels like such a boost to my own like self-confidence, belief in myself, trust in myself. And it feels so good. Um... And I don't say this to flaunt. I say this because it's something I am genuinely really excited about. And it's something that I wish for everybody, you know, to realize that they can trust themselves, that to show up imperfectly is often better than showing up perfectly in a weird way, in the sense that, like, perfection is impossible and it's not human. And so allowing yourself room to be like, maybe I do look silly or maybe this isn't working or maybe I'm going to fail at this has been so liberating. And not to say that I'm 100% there, but I feel like I'm making strides in that direction that I never had before. And it feels really nice. And so 
I hope you find that for yourself. I hope that if you're someone like me who is a raging perfectionist, that you're able to find some of that release and just like connect to the joy of trying things. You know, it takes time, but like trust yourself. And again, trust doesn't trusting yourself doesn't mean that you're not going to make mistakes. Trusting yourself doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. It's just trusting that you're going to do the best with, that you can with with the situation that you can have fun, that you can connect, that you can make things in whatever way that they manifest. But yeah, anyway, super sappy, as promised, sappy shit way to end the episode. I, again, am so excited for the things that I have to share with you in March. This is going to be a very full month of interviews. It's going to be me talking about South by Southwest and sharing lots of new music with you that I I hope that, or not hope, but know that I am going to discover at South by. March is going to be a good month. And again, I cannot wait to share it with you. So with that, I will see you then. Bye. This podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by myself, Sophia Lopercaro, and the artwork is by Meg Wilford. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.